At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Snow falls on an old apartment. Inside, the holiday season is in swing. On the first floor, Cokes are poured. And stories shared among friends. Three flights up, one generation passes down the family recipe to the next. Inside every home, there's magic. Coca-Cola. Real magic. Enjoy the real magic of the season with close friends, family, and refreshing Coca-Cola paired with all your holiday meals. Welcome back to the Cosmology and Science podcast. And today we're going to have a little bit of a book review. So we're going to look at one of the classics of um, the kind of the threshold into the modern physics. This is 1916 and it is uh, the maybe the most famous book from Albert Einstein called The Relativity, The Special and the General Theory. So this is where he presents the whole case for his special and the general theories. And... Um, it's fun to read it. It's only about 100 pages long. And uh, the major part is the one about the uh, special theory of um, relativity, which is known if you have had high school physics. This is actually known with kind of two coordinate systems and then how uh, things like time and distance are being are, are flexible in a sense. And when, when uh, the speed is changing, you get these, in the beginning, strange effects that... Uh, Time is getting slower, and then also the distance is getting shorter, for example. so But the second part is the general theory, which is about gravity and the effects of, of space in itself. And there's a little bonus part of sorts, like the last four chapters is about, uh, which is only about seven pages to read, is about Einstein's thoughts about the cosmos at large and the structure of the whole universe and the cosmos, which is really interesting. And it's also fun to read this because it's uh, about a little bit over 100 years old but it's the examples that he is using are the ones that are very uh, common to even in, like in the debate in modern physics today and throughout textbooks and kind of the standard examples so they're mostly taken from his book and it's also fun to read the preface so just the first kind of getting the words directly from Einstein himself when he is explaining this book. So he wrote this book to just for the lay person, in a sense, for people who are not physicists or mathematicians. So he says this in the beginning, that this is the opening line. The present book is intended as far as possible to give an exact insight into the theory of relativity to those readers who, 
from a general scientific and philosophical point of view, are interested in the theory, but who are not conversant in the mathematical apparatus of theoretical physics. The work presumes a standard of education corresponding to that of a university matriculation examination. So um, the, f- the part about the special relativity is more uh, complicated with equations. The general theory is more explanation with just language. So it's, it's in a sense, easier to read without getting into deep into the details of the, of the math of it. So uh, as we said in the beginning, the, the part about the special relativity is in a sense more known because it's also easier to calculate. You can you can have this example of of the the light beam in in a moving train coach going up and down into a mirror, and it takes the same amount of time if it is in a coach that is standing still or if the coach is moving. And then Einstein showed with the mathematics that what the flexible part then would be that time is actually moving a little bit slower in the coach compared to standing outside and looking at the coach. Uh, But then when you get to what was the most exciting part to read now, in a sense, was then the general relativity. So just to to get a gist of it, there's something that about just getting a sense of like time, a block, a cube of, of, of space, I mean, it's not a fixed. Um, it's, it's, it doesn't have a fixed, rigid substance. It's a bit like a jelly uh, substance to a block of space, and this this jelly little blob or box can be twisted and and dragged and squeezed, and that's kind of maybe in one way the gist of how Einstein is is uh, changing our concept of what space is in itself. It's not a fixed, rigid substance. It is a flexible one. And this comes then because then he can explain things we are seeing at a cosmic scale and also some of these thought experiments that because light speed is constant, something has to, <laughs> to bend and be flexible in terms of uh, having theories and explaining what you observe and then that's some of the background for making this theory and it's also a practical application he he ends that part with three things that are that his theory can explain like you have a more flexible jelly-like uh, this is just like a metaphor but like a jelly-like substance of space in itself uh, and then how gravity is bending so the sun for example is bending the space a little bit, but it's very, very little. But there is something about the orbit of Mercury that doesn't quite fit with normal calculations about the elliptic uh, orbits, and that is because Mercury, as the only planet, is noticeably influenced by the gravity field around the Sun. So he has three examples, and... uh, the orbit of Mercury is one. The second is how light is bended by gravitational fields, which you can see when you have, for example, a, a solar eclipse. You can see the stars behind the sun can be visible because the light are bended around it. And the third one is how the spectrum of, of the red 
in the spectral lines of light can also be um, displaced because of because of the gravity fields. Okay, so, but the fun part here is how this also connects with uh, some of the things that are happening in Dante's Divine Comedy since we've been reading that for two months and making a podcast series about the paradise because of the, the how Dante 700 years ago is constructing a, a journey through the heavens and then into the Empyrean, which is a sort of an inverted upside down uh, non-spatial experience where things are a bit confusing and disorienting in the beginning and then it it's seen now that that corresponds to the theory that Einstein is presenting in the last part of the book which is about four-dimensional spheres and that that um, the the cosmos might be constructed as a four four-dimensional sphere which means that it is infinite in the sense that you can travel forever but it's also it doesn't have any boundaries because it will kind of be like as he says people or beings on a on the plane if you just have a flat plane and you have two-dimensional beings running around and then and they can't go up and they can't go down they're just locked into that one plane but if that plane is a surface and a really really big surface they are still able to, if it's big enough, they will feel like they're going just sideways and they can also go sideways forever. But they will just go around the whole sphere and come back to the starting point. And that is the gist of this thought experiment that the three-dimensional space that we live in is in a one sense the same, <laughs> has the same dynamic, but it's impossible to visualize. We can just simplify it with thinking like a, two-dimensional surface as a sphere but that our three-dimensional space is some similar and then how so a light beam of, if we travel far enough in one direction into the cosmos we will also eventually come back to the starting point and we cannot also break out of it like the two-dimensional beings can't just jump up or down out of the surface we also can't move outside of our three-dimensional space so that is the um Kind of the model, the metaphor, the the thought experiments to try to understand how this might work, and also he liked the idea of making making the universe, the, the cosmos, kind of a sphere, only it's a four dimensional one. And uh, so again, the, the one of the fun things here is that this corresponds very precisely to how Dante is describing this journey seven hundred years ago. And he's doing it with poetry, with his imagination. He's trying to imagine what it is to go beyond the boundaries, the borders of, of the cosmos. He gets to the fixed stars. He looks down, all the spheres downwards, and the Earth is in the middle in, the, in his <laughs> Ptolemaic um, cosmology. And then they move out of the fixed stars into the primo mobile, the first mover, which is a kind of a no man's like in between uh, sphere, and then they go into the Empyrean, which is as he describes it, kind of it, it all comes from a point of light which is, uh, which contains everything and is also contained by everything. So one last way of trying to explain this is 
we read in another uh, article in an Italian newspaper for 10 years ago. And it is that if you think of uh, if you if you think of the, uh, the globe, if you've seen the maps where you have the Earth as two circles next to each other, so to try to have proportions better with the countries and the continents and kind of the whole geology of the planet. So if you take those two, if you have it from the top and the bottom, so you, you have the, the northern hemisphere as a circle and then you have the southern hemisphere as a circle, and you take those two on top of each other, just as, a, as a, an illustration, then you can move around on one side of the disk and then the boundary will be the equator and then you can think that if you move and you get to the, the, the equator, then you will just, plop, you will be on the other side, on the side, other side, on the side, and then you can move around there and then you can go on top again. That is one way of thinking a two-dimensional um, illustration of the globe as on the space that we are moving in. And then in some sense, you might have the same, the way Dante is explaining it, that this primo mobile is a kind of the equator on a three-dimensional representation of a four-dimensional cosmos. So that is the boundary through which you get into the other sphere, in a sense. So... Uh, I've seen illustrations there also like <laughs> to try to show this that this four-dimensional sphere also called a, th a three sphere is like having two two balls next to each other and then every point on the two balls are connected so if you kind of from the middle in one and you go out to the to the boundary kind of outwards the second you go <laughs> that point of the boundary, like a random point there, will connect you immediately into the other sphere, the other ball. So you can travel around, but then the second you go out of the sphere's boundary, you will just plop into the other one. So that's also a way of trying to illustrate this. So that was part of the motivation for reading again the, the, the book of Einstein. So... Um, in his book, this is a small, small point at the end. This is like the third part where he's having his thoughts about the structure of the cosmos. So, uh, just as final thoughts here, uh, I would recommend reading, trying to read the book, just to get a sense of reading the original and seeing how, kind of getting a sense of the thoughts of Einstein and his writing. He is, in, in many ways, he is excusing himself in the beginning that his writing is not the most beautiful, uh, as he says here, that uh, he says that uh, in the earnest of clearness, it appeared to me inevitable that I should repeat myself frequently without paying the slightest attention to the elegance of the presentation. And says uh, he's then, he's agreeing with a physicist Boltzmann, who says, matters of elegance ought to be left to the tailor and to the cobbler, which is also a, uh, Something you might notice if you try to read the book. Uh, okay, so that's uh, all we had here about this classic book in physics and gravity and relativity and also the connections to Dante's Divine Comedy. And uh, it's also fun food for thought to try to understand more of this geometry and uh, higher dimension spheres or 
in the first turn just getting the the four-dimensional spheres and getting a sense of it. Okay, so we're going to stop it there. Hope some of this was interesting, some food for thought, maybe some inspiration even. And uh, as always, thank you so much for listening and see you again next time. Drive less, save more. Ride Coda with the Transit app. Download today for a 450 credit. There's a new way to pay at Coda. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR.